I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. How's the weather over in the UK? Uh, you know what? It's been pretty nice. It's been sunny, 60. I see this week is supposed to be going up to like 68, 70. Oh. <laughs> still, but the nights are still like 48. So that's good sleeping weather. You've got the air conditioner ready to go. <laughs> is it ready yet? Did they do no, it? No, no, it's coming. Um, we got to get a, a designated outlet put in on June 14th, and then we can schedule it after. But they won't even come out to look unless you have, you know, a dedicated outlet just for it. So it's oh. going to go up where that plant is, right up there. Okay, so that's a perfect spot. I know. <laughs> I know where you're going to be sitting right there. <laughs> there, I mean, it's just it's it's fantastic. Do you? I was looking up to see if I could find find the um, the dates for New York Pride. Oh, let me see. I am so excited. We confirmed Julia Scotty today to be on the show for Pride Month. I know this is fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. June 1st. Okay. Um, is, that, is that right? That doesn't seem right. New York? Yeah. You mean New York City? New York City. Because theirs is usually a big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's going to submit to try maybe to Maybe it is. Home. Maybe it is the first week of June. All kinds of stuff on this website. Uh, yeah. So this is, this is like kind of our, our pride you know, officially tomorrow starts Pride Month, you know. Yes. So, um, by the way, check out this 1979. Oh, love it. <laughs> um, I love, I, I love that band. Steely Dan. Steely Dan, 1970s. I was watching a show on, um, I don't even know what streaming service anymore. Probably Disney. I don't know, but it's called um, Tiny Beautiful Things. Mm -hmm. And it started out like pretty dark. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to like this. But then there was one scene. It's like, I, I don't know if you know the actress, Catherine Hahn, but I love her. And she, um, yeah, I know who like she is. Yeah. An absolute fuck up in this. And um, so she hooks up with her Uber driver and they're getting all hot and heavy in, in his apartment. And um, so he tosses her on the bed and it turns out to be a water bed. And she was like, Oh my God, did I just land in 1979? Are we just from <laughs> a Steely Dan concert? And I was like, <laughs> I had the Asia album and then I on vinyl and then I got the Asia cassette. Oh, and then yeah, that was the best album ever. CD. I loved every song on that album. Me too. Yeah. I liked weird bands like that. And I liked like Jerry Rafferty. Mm -hmm. they, oh, yeah. They, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, there's some there's some good shit out there. I don't care what anybody says, man. We had the best music when we were growing we up. We did. Um, so, anyways, all right, back to <laughs> back to Pride. Um, we have got like such good guests for Pride Month. We're kicking off things uh, next week with uh, Raketh Abergel, who is because she's out by filmmaker. She makes short films. She makes a very niche horror films. Um, mm -hmm. and she's like, I mean, she, she does the GoFundMe thing. She raises yeah. the funds, she writes them. She's usually acting in them. She's actually a, a, an acting teacher. Um, wow. yeah. And she, uh, and she, um, gets like the crew together and everything. And her newest one is called still. And I believe they just finished it yesterday. So, um, so we're going to have her on. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then, um, and then who do we have? <laughs> oh, we have Andrew Fluitt, who is, uh, has a podcast called Queer I Am. Yeah. And uh, he's all over Twitter. And he does like a lot of live events, which I think is really cool. So mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to him about that. Little, I love that idea. Yeah, this little community he's created where he does um, live events. Um, but he still has his podcast and he's always like willing to go on other people's shows. And I think that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk to uh, Queer I Am host, Andrew Fillet, Fluit, Fluit, F-L-E-W, Fluit. Um, and then we have kind of waiting in the wings, um, a guy that has a very special project, um, nice gay man that's created um, something that he wants to share with us. And I have to be tight-lipped about it until the oh. beginning. So wow. that's a possibility if everything goes okay, according to technology. <laughs> He's had a few setbacks, but- Always the thing. Yeah. So that- I am uh, looking forward yeah. to meeting these people because they're all doing such really cool yeah. things. You're right, creative, uh, innovative, um, mm -hmm. You know, just the kind of people we love, and then, um, and then you uh, have just now booked Julia Scotty, who is a yes. proud out there trans comedian who is how old? Uh seventy six, I think. Seventy. Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic. she has an amazing story, like just a great story. So funny. I met her when she played at the Boca Black Box about a month ago. Yeah. And uh, just really connected with the fans. You know, she was sitting out front and that's how I got to speak with her. That's and cool. yeah, just so totally cool. And um, there's a documentary on her story. Really? And yeah, because when she came out, she was married, a, a man married uh, for I don't know how many years, like years, and has he had children. And then when he when transitioned, his he had a very rocky relationship with his sons. Oh man! Son, I don't know if it's one or two sons, and I think and I know for sure he has now reconciled. But it was there was a period that was not good. Ooh, it you know? sounds like uh, remember that show Transparent on Amazon. Yeah. Wow. Remember the, did you see the show Normal? Remember that movie Normal? Yeah, yeah. I, got, I don't think they had children though. But um, anyway, she is so funny because her comedy is about aging and about it's something it's Beautiful. everyone can relate to it so it's just really yeah. super funny stuff 
And I have a friend I want to get on the show really bad. Her name is Lara King, and mm -hmm. she's a comedian as well, but also a musician. And she has got a show right now called um, Midlife at the Oasis. And it's like a midlife crisis <laughs> at the Oasis. And it's doing really, really well. And she's been, uh, you know, doing it all over. And I just got to, I got to trap her into a date. Um, but I think you will absolutely love her. I've seen her twice on her own, like doing comedy and stuff and, and a little bit of music mixed in. Um, I've seen her host events. I've been at events that she's hosted. And I have also uh, not worked with her, but been at Elfest with her. So um, yeah, I just, I just, she's such a perfect, um, a perfect guest, you know, like she's, she's got her finger on the pulse of, of stuff that's going on. And especially for women our age now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I think it'd be great. So I'm going to try and get lurking. Um, but in the meantime, we just, I mean, we got really good people. And, you know, it's like officially kicking off Pride because there's all kinds of things going on. Like I said, New York Pride starts uh, Saturday, June. For, uh, is it Saturday, June 1st? No. Uh, Whatever. This week. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it's Friday. I think No, Thursday is, is June 1st, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So they've got a bunch of events going on. They also have like their big parade and all that. Um, and London Pride is not until the first weekend of July. Um, and that all kicks off on a Saturday afternoon. Um, it might be the fifth. I'm not, no, that was a Wednesday, I think you said. But uh, London Pride, it's pretty cool because everybody gathers in um, uh, at Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, Saturday, July 1st, 10 a.m., Everybody in Hyde Park at Trafalgar Square and the official parade will be kicking off and they've got parties going on Friday night on June 30th and then Saturday, July 1st, Sunday, July 2nd. It's big and crowded and, um, you know, it's um, <laughs> it's an event. Like, Will that be something you will be attending or do you stay away from those crowds? No, once was enough. Once was enough. I went, I went yeah. and I was... Um, little bit freaked out you know like I, because there was no rhyme or reason to it like you could walk into just a regular restaurant and their doors were wide open and people were hanging in and you know they might have like rainbow bunting or something but they're not really a gay restaurant yeah oh, oh like everybody just celebrates in and out of all the little side streets and it was just overflowing nice. overwhelming but uh there's a lot of little like pocket parties. There's a uh, electric Brixton, um, mm -hmm. uh, and that is uh, July first um, at Seventh Heaven. Uh, Romford Pride is July 29th. Mama G's Family Pride Party uh, at Stanley Arts Center July second. Um, and then you know what I like? They have like all kinds of little events. Like um, there's like an art battle. Pride edition at uh, Signature Brew Black July 1st, which sounds pretty cool. And then over on your side, our friend uh, Deb from yes. Same Apparel, their company will be at Jersey Pride at Asbury Park on June 4th from 12 to 7. So, you know, 
yeah, if you're in the Jersey area, New York slash Jersey area, go to um, Asbury Park on June 4th. So they'll be there from 12 to 7 with all their amazing, amazing T-shirts, hats. They got bucket hats. They got slider caps. They got tank tops, T-shirts, shorts. They got everything. And their logo is absolutely adorable. So, um, yeah, um, you know, it's uh, it's happening. It's all happening. Well, um, we except in Florida. <laughs> Stonewall, I, as far as I know, because with everything happening here in Florida with our crazy state, as far as I know, I, I think they're having pride. It's it's June 17th. Um, okay. it matters, but that just on the weather is what usually does that one in. Like as far as long as they've I done it, it. always it's a deluge, a deluge. Yeah. But that's gonna be the seventeenth. And then Savannah, actually Savannah, Georgia's uh, downtown historic district, their pride is in October, October twenty-first. And I'm hoping that is so smart. <laughs> isn't that great weather it's yeah. just the best time but they're doing a block party in june uh, a pride block party which That's i also cool. submitted to but i did not get it, it submitted in time so i didn't get into that but yeah. um i'm hoping to do the savannah one in in october with judy oh um, that would be so that'd be amazing uh, yeah, yeah there's all relocated and he's all settled in there so that's great and that uh, you know we yeah. have this great idea that we're going to get tyler back and we're going to do an alcoholic chopped show where he Wait. turns up at your place and he can read <laughs> the contents in your home <laughs> and he's going to have 10 minutes and he's got to make a fabulous cocktail and we're going to watch. I, I mean, I love this idea. I love it. What a I'm challenge. Um, yeah, I'm planning on the two camera shoot because we'll be on Zoom and then I'm yeah. going to have my phone and I'm going to, you know, get them because the bar parts over here. So I'm going to get some footage. And then when I edit, I'll throw that in. Yeah, but exactly. I have a, a lot of, of alcohol choices for him. And it's all like diverse because when we did the whiskey rock lounge, I yeah. was getting different every week. So I've got a lot of stuff for that. What I don't have a lot of, which will be his challenge is things in my refrigerator as far as produce. Mixers. Right. Mixers. And so, uh, herbs and yeah, uh, yeah and <laughs> it's be amazing. Really creative with that stuff. So yeah. it's like right now I have like a half of a lemon and an apple and a coke. I'm right now. I'm like this is my new addiction. Oh, is that a new product? I don't think it's I've seen pepper, that. Pepper, strawberries, and cream. Oh my god! So good. Is that new? Is that a new flavor? I don't. I think it's new. Like I found, of course, I was thumbing through the American store link because <laughs> I my ruffles and my Cheetos and my Tostitos and everything from there. Um, and I and I saw it because they have like Virgil's um sodas that I like too because that's another zero sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, and they make uh they have polar seltzers. They got Lacroix. They've got all oh. kinds of American drinks. So that must be new because I I will probably never see it here, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's tasty. And you know, the funny thing is that I tried it because I was on Twitter one day and I follow this guy that he reminds me a lot of your cousin AJ. Mm -hmm. He reviews a lot of things and he films himself reviewing it yeah. and he makes yeah. these short like 15, 20 second, you know, things and he tweets it out and he tasted this for the first time. 
and he was like, "Ew, it's awful. It tastes like Robitussin." And I was like, "I like Robitussin." <laughs> What's so like, bad? About I like, yeah, I was like, "I like cough medicine. I'm going to give this a shot." So that's, that's what I'm drinking. And the only reason I'm pouring it in a cup because Gemma asked me why I was drinking cold things out of a coffee cup. Yeah, I'm I'm working on a glass table. Oh, my oh. hands get so cold. Oh, you know, because the house is like 68 degrees, you know what I mean? So everything is really cold. And so then I pick up a cold can and then my hands are freezing by the end of the show. So I started using. Handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got your um, lesbian, my lesbian the radio. One. Yeah. I've only Love got two that. left. So, yeah. Uh, we need to make some rainbow remix mugs. Let's work on that. Wouldn't that be amazing? I have, I did have a London Pride mug, but it's black, and mm -hmm. I didn't. Think you'd be able to see the logo on it. Yeah, so, yeah. But I will. I'll crack that out at some point in June because Pride. You know, um, Brighton Pride is always a big one that I and I told you I love Brighton Pride, and um, it's really really crowded, but there's enough space. Like there's elbow room. There's a massive park, Preston Park. Mm -hmm. And and it's Brighton and Hove, and um, I think that that one is the one that's I don't I don't I feel bad saying it, but I I feel like that one's better than London. <laughs> it's comfortable. It's um, welcoming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the, you know the places that are that are there are you already know it's like it's a gay area, you know. Mm -hmm. And there, like I said, there's they have this this spot called the lanes and it's just all these windy twisty um you know uh little alleyways kind of and they have the cutest shops you oh. know like the most amazing shops whether it's clothes or tchotchkes or whatever it is you're looking for they've got it so yeah. i was trying to find um when they are 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 coming around when when bright and pride is because they always have like top-notch performers too. Yeah. Brighton Pride. Let's say Brighton Pride. Oh, it's away in August. Fourth. Oh. Yeah, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah, it's funny. I noticed that there are some cities that just don't hold to the June Pride Fest. And I really yeah. like that idea, especially down here, like when you were here for Palm Beach Pride in February. Yes. It's such a smart yeah. idea. Or was it March this year? It's a smart idea because you don't have to worry about the weather as much because June down here is just going to yes. rain. Yeah. yeah. It's just surprising rain. I think that, um, and this is just me, like I said, I think in order to keep disruptors on their toes, mm -hmm. the best thing you could do is not have it the same weekend year after year after year. Absolutely. Change yeah. location. Which I know is hard because there's all kinds of, you know, like you got to get liability insurances and you got to make sure you're, you know, your yeah. is covered and welcoming and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's and, and available. So mm -hmm. I do understand that that's super tough. But, you know, I guess the thing is, it would be, I just think it would be so much better if people didn't have, if disruptors didn't have time to plan to disrupt. You right. Know? You know, like they're going, oh, it's June, it's Pride Month, there's going to be Pride things everywhere we can, you know, get in people's business and all that. But if they, you know, if 
it turns out that it's not, you know, they're, they're right. not doing something in June, you know, like, I just think that would be amazing. And I, I do know it's going to be difficult, but you know, yeah. so, yeah, so pride that's in, in uh, August. I'm so, I'm like, I'm actually, I, I, I guess I did. Yeah. I guess it was August when we went last time. Yeah. So that's great. Cause it's like all summer long here. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. June. And you know, like all this business about Target, like I know you got to go there today. I have to go there, yeah. <laughs> My pharmacy, so, I use their pharmacy. So. <laughs> your job is to go way in the back, take, yep. pictures, take pictures of the Pride merchandise. I'll do that, yes. <laughs> you know, the thing of it is, is, you know, like I get that their employees are the ones that are nervous, that people are going, you know, that they're going to, they're going to get harassed. Right. They know, the but my thought is, you know, I've had this thought before. You can't just pander to gay people once a year with your gay merchandise. Right. 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 Okay? That's, That's the first That's thing. That's the first thing. The second thing is if you want our rainbow dollars, then stand up for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Don't fall to it and, 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 you know, put your merchandise in the back. Yeah. 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 Stand, stand up for us and, and get a feel for what it's like to live in that kind of fear every day. Right. right. You know, they're, they're talking about it. Oh, it's there. My employees are, are, you know, fearful or whatever. Yeah. Once, uh, you know, one month out of the year, <laughs> not, not, not all 12, like, you know, like most, most queers have to have to be worried about, you know, their situational mm -hmm. awareness at all times. So yeah, I think like stand up, show some 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 backbone, you know. It earn probably, those rainbow dollars. Uh, exactly. Ah. Well, that probably should have beefed up security and kept it in the front and kept it in the forefront. But it reminds me of like at Christmas time now, they they want the Christmas dollars, but they do not play Christmas songs anymore. Yeah. Not to get off topic, but I noticed the last few years. None of the commercials for any of the major stores have a Christmas song in their Christmas commercials. You know, they, they want to- Oh my God, we don't have that problem up. here. I can they, honestly say we don't have that problem here. Yeah, they love to use, they use the song September by the uh, by Earth, Wind and Fire and they changed it to December. So they, they had that the same song, you know, when I remember the 25th day of yeah. December. Um, and then they had um, taking care of business, some kind of wonderful, like I just noticed that Kohl's, Walmart, Target, Macy's, they don't use Christmas songs anymore. And you don't have to get religious about it. You could use sleigh bells, jingle bells, if yeah. they want to do that, you know, but yeah. they do want the Christmas dollar. So this is similar to that. They yeah. want the high dollars, they want the rainbow dollars, but they stick it's it. Like they, they don't want to offend the Jews. They yeah. want few dollars too for Hanukkah gifts, so they don't want to offend them, and they right. don't, you know, the people that say Happy Holidays to get upset. So exactly. instead of Merry exactly. Christmas, honestly, right. like what? It's like exactly what we were talking about with Michelle Clooney. You know, yeah. everything totally. is so politicized and polarized, and I'm right, you're wrong. I hate you for thinking that. You, you know, yeah, nobody could be their own thing anymore. So, no, man, if know. I was a marketing exec. I would probably quit because <laughs> I just don't see a road where you're pleasing everyone, you know? 
Absolutely, yeah. You but you're, I love that way. you're stealing up. You're standing up for Steely Dan and all of their fans. I'm standing up for Steely Dan. I love Steely Dan. Love it. I, I, digress. Been, I told you I got like these. I got the most amazing T-shirts. And I'm going to give them a plug. I got them from a place called T Public. T E E Public. Dot mm -hmm. com. And they have a whole like check that out. a whole bunch of retro shirts. That so, is so cool. Yeah, they had this one. I got the Diana Ross one. I got the 80s video ones. I got um, uh, Make It a Blockbuster Night with the logo. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I got to get that for Joni for her birthday. Her birthday's yeah. in August. Yeah, yeah. And they're not expensive. They're really not, you know. Um, and I don't know if the, it was a UK website or an American website because I'm so used yeah. to for shipping that oh, it doesn't, yeah. I don't even see where it's coming from anymore, you know. Like when I pay or whatever, it'll convert my money automatically. Oh, oh so I don't cool. even think about whether it was in pounds or dollars or anything. But um, I got um, Sticks Paradise Theater and um, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, the uh, the banana splits. Nice, <laughs> oh, nice. So, yeah, I went a little crazy. I wanted to get a bunch of shirts for the summer. Because I feel I, like every time I come to Florida, I have to I wear the same clothes all the time. I like make it a blockbuster night. What, yeah. what is what's the name again of that company? T public.com. Tpublic.com. I'm yeah. definitely check that like out. T-shirt public, whatever, tpublic.com. And if you can't find it, I'll send you the link that I use and you can pay for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually from the 80s, really from the 80s. Remember Mac Tonight, the, the moon that yeah. used to play the piano, yeah. the wizard moon? Um, and it was the Mac Tonight. Uh, um, oh, what's the name of that song? It's not Mac Tonight. Mac, Mac the, is Mac, Mac the Knife. Mac the Knife um, song, you know. Um, you remember that, right? Yeah, Mac yeah, from yeah. The, when the Big Mac, they were advertising that. Well, I had the T-shirt. I loved that guy, that moon with the tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I gave it to Joni and she loves that t-shirt. It was so yeah. I'm like, look what I've got. And that was oh, really yeah, man. There is nothing like a retro hand-me-down. That was an actual from yeah. the 80s. Yeah. When I was when I was probably about like eight, nine, ten around that. No, nah, maybe a little bit older, say 10, 11, 12. Um, my cousins, my cousins uh Jeff and Rocky live next door. And um, and my aunt was was like a mother to my mom because it was when my grandmother passed away like in her 50s so my mom lost you know her mother really early on and so uh my aunt dolly and and jeff and rocky and uncle rocky all lived next door and on my days off from school i got to go to aunt dolly's which was great because there was never <laughs> a time when there wasn't meatballs or fried meatballs. patties right meatballs or fried zucchini patties on the kitchen counter and and if she knew I was sick because I wasn't going to school, she would make a big thing of Italian wedding soup. Oh, nice! Right? So nice. it was like it was a full on delight, you know, to be sick and have to go over there. And I would watch television in uh, in Jeff's room, and I would go through and I would go through all his t shirts, and Aww. I would I would take the ones I liked, and I, <laughs> and I didn't even know like, but I had like Creedence Clearwater Revival. And I didn't even know oh, nice. the band. Like I didn't even know who they were because I was so young. You know, <laughs> like I was listening to Rita Coolidge and Carol King back then. Yeah, 
Yep, right? yep, me too. But it was the cool T-shirt, so I would take his T-shirt and then I would <laughs> wear his T-shirts. So my mother was like, I can't believe I didn't put together you were a lesbian back then when you were taking jobs. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> oh my God, it's funny. I look back at, too at what I used to wear and I'm like, how did I, did no one know? Like, I didn't even know. How did we not no. know? Honestly, I went for like, I think around the time I was uh, like, you make your your first communion. So I struggled to have to wear the dress for the community and the minute it was over with and we were back home you know there was this huge communion party like right. all relatives right. were over right but it was in the summer kind of you know and so I um immediately changed into my baseball shirt my jeans and my Cincinnati red baseball hat and yeah. every picture my mother wanted to kill me she had one picture you know, that was like a professional port, like <laughs> Olin Mills, you know, professional portrait. And then that was it. Everything else was the baseball hat. And she was like, I, I can't believe that that was the only picture we got. Yeah. I, I, I have pictures of me literally in tears in a dress that my mother made me wear the dress and just crying in the picture. You see the tears coming down. I hated yep. wearing dresses. Yeah, Not even. I wasn't the communion dress. That was a regular day. We were some party or something. I don't even remember at what age I decided this was not for me. <laughs> I think it was like, like, you know, I don't know, like sixth, seventh grade, maybe where it was like, I didn't, I just didn't feel comfortable in that, you know, yeah. like yeah. And my mom had, had um, a restaurant in a mall. So mm -hmm what is in this every year we would get into arguments when it was time to go school shopping because she would say go pick out a few things at the gap or at g nicole or g and g or whatever and when you're done i'll go in and pay because like she knew all the managers and everything you know so yeah. oh, right. It's a place right? Was yeah so i would go and i would put a whole bunch of things on hold you know <laughs> And then at the end, like when my mom would be done at at work, you know, she would she would say, "All right," because like, I would spend like entire days at the at the mall, especially oh, in the summer. Coral Square. No, no, this was up in, in New York. Up in New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so we she would get there and she would be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god," <laughs> with all like jeans and t-shirts and you know. She was like, there's not one nice thing here. There's not even a shirt with a collar on it. <laughs> <laughs> so we would have these blowouts in the middle of the store. And like uh, when my mom then like was building the restaurant in Florida, she mm -hmm. had to spend like a lot of time in Coral Springs, right? Because she was yeah. building it. Her, her restaurant was right next door to Big Bear Brewery, which oh. it, it's now a sushi place called Sakura Sushi. Oh. So that was my mother's <laughs> restaurant in Coral Springs. So um but so my dad was kind of like in charge of me while my mom was away and you know like had no clue what he was doing because my mother you know did everything so yeah. my dad would say all right listen here's what we're going to do we're going to go to the mall i'm going to sit in the rest in the deli in the restaurant have a couple of beers you go pick what you want for your school clothes and uh, come and get me when you're done and i'm like okay so i would go do the same thing 
and he would show up and he would hand over the credit card and there'd be no argument. <laughs> so I would call my mother and I would be like, dad didn't even care that I got overalls and jeans. <laughs> He's like, ah. He worked when he was in charge. <laughs> yeah, your, your dad was probably drunk. <laughs> like, so what? I got the jeans. I got the shirt I wanted. So yeah, it was uh, it was a wild ride back then. <laughs> but never dresses. Yeah, never dresses. Yeah. I was either. I was never much into them. <laughs> and I Should wanted to be in. And I wanted to be in drama club, but I didn't want to wear costumes because I was afraid there there would be a costume that was a dress. It was a dress. <laughs> so it was like, no, scratch that off the list. So then I didn't do ever do any extracurricular activities, not even sports, because my goal was to get out of school, be done with it. That's what you had said on the Michelle Clooney show. Yep. My cousins were like two, three years older than me. So they were like when I was in, you know, like 10th grade, you know, I had one that was in 11th grade and one that was in 12th, that one was a senior and they both drove. So I had options to just ditch my last two classes and get home at one o'clock and be there in time for days of our lives. <laughs> you know? I used to watch of... The Guiding Light. That yeah, was my yeah. show. I would watch Days of Our Lives. And when that was over, then I would go make a steaming pot of macaroni and cheese, watch oh, nice. to Live in General Hospital. That was my afternoon every day. You it's know who it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> you know who was on The Guiding Light back then? Meg Ryan and... Kevin Bacon. Judith Light? No, she was on mine. She was on one night. Yeah, the yeah, the guiding light was Meg Ryan and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, had, yeah. Judith oh, Light. So John cool. Stamos. Judith Light, John Stamos, Lisa Rena. Um, yeah, a lot of big name ones that you know that yeah. started with their foot in the door. And my cousin, my cousin that's out in California, the one that's making YouTube videos now that's tried everything. He's been out there for 30 fucking years. Oh wow. Right. But um Trying though, got offered a soap opera and turned it down. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because he said he didn't want to be like you could be on set for sixteen hours, and they just call you to do your scene that might be fifteen twenty minutes worth of work, but you have to be there, have to be on set. Yeah. You know, in case they're going to shoot something else or they're going to you know reshoot whatever you're doing. So he didn't want to give up his entire days where he could be out auditioning for something better. I guess that's true. You know, but I was just like, imagine if Meg Ryan thought that or Kevin Bacon. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Who knew they were going to be such, I mean, they were super young, but who knew that they were going to be such stars? Didn't that Anne Hatch, Anne Hatch um, started off on, on one of those shows playing twins. I remember. Uh yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of people that have come come through that route. Yes. I still remember having the poster of John Stamos. I remember the, him being the on John, And when he was on uh, General Hospital, he was black. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good shit. I think I liked him because he reminded me of Joan Jett. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's a musician. Those were the days. Yeah, Those big time. Then I was like, you know what, Bucket, and I got Pat Benatar posters. <laughs> Pat Benatar and uh, Fair Fawcett. Mm -hmm. The guy that was, in my, that was in my closet. Like if you move the clothes, <laughs> closeted Fair Fawcett. Closeted Fair Fawcett. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the perfect place for it. The perfect yeah. place. I had Sean Cassidy on my door. I had the door length. I say you had it behind the, the David Cassidy poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
No, I like Sean, Sean Cassidy. And my cousin was, um, she liked uh, Parker Stevenson. So we would watch the Hardy Boys. And uh, I'd be like, I'm off for Sean. She was off for Parker. So yeah, it was, it was weird. So what a conflicting time, you know? Right, totally. Have boy, have boy crushes in a Fair Fawcett poster behind right? my, <laughs> the dresses I never wore. <laughs> my sister said to me, you had the David Cassidy, Cassidy posters because you wanted to be David Cassidy. You didn't like David Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, my cousin one day, <laughs> you know, we were talking, I was probably... I don't know, by this time I had come out, I was in my in my mid thirties or whatever. And we were sitting around having a couple of drinks and we were talking about like what shows we used to obsess over. And she said, oh my God, do you remember like how much we loved Charlie's Angels and we would like play it in the backyard. We would like Aww. jump on the swing set and like boom, 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 you know, like all this kind of, you know, action packed stuff and everything. She goes, now I can look back at it and say, you didn't want to play Charlie's Angels. You wanted to do Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah. There was some reason. Now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. But, yeah. I used to have what I recognize now, what I record, recognize later on, uh, like a girl crush yeah. on Peggy Lipton and the Mod Squad. I used to watch that. That was before, you know, before yeah. Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I just posted that picture of, of Sharon Gloss because it's her 80th birthday today. So uh, yeah, she's and she's on the ship, right? She's on, she's on no, I think she I think she's here now, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Everybody was posting um all kinds of 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 you know, Scott posted a thing, Bobby Gantt, Michelle, all the queerest folk people posted, but I I'm in a lot of her fan page appreciation Facebook pages and there was a lot of uh pictures of it too but um yeah that was probably my the two of you. that's a great off. picture the two of you you look like you're oh my God. I look like I'm bursting buddies. such buddies I know but I my face like tells a story like I'm just like oh, I mean so you happy yeah yeah you can't smile any harder than that <laughs> Must have been um, such a wild, amazing time to be her assistant and just be hanging with Sharon Glass. Yeah, it was really weird. There were a couple of times where I had to just take a minute and be like, holy crap, like, right? you know, like you obsessed over Cagney and Lacey for like seven years of your life. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miles. <laughs> God. <laughs> You know, that's such a crazy turn of events in life for that to it happen. It really is, you know, and because I think, you know, then I went from like, after it was over, I didn't like follow her career. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. It wasn't until Queer as Folk that I saw her again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Remembered like, oh my God, I didn't love her. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so when I, when I was, and I'll tell you, it was like the way I first met her was weird because I was on the sweet cruise, right? And mm -hmm. it was like the first day they have like a big mixer, you know, when everybody it gets a little bit settled and they have like in the big main area, all the passengers come out. Now remember these were, it was just a, a huge lesbian cruise. There were just no straight people on this cruise that I know of. <laughs> wow. Wow. It was a lot of like media and it was, and it was a lot of, celebrities and uh, LGBTQ media 
that were on this thing, this cruise. And so all these people, like 1,200 people or whatever, scattered around the boat or whatever, and I lock eyes with this girl that's wearing a I'd rather be watching Cagney and Lacey t-shirt, ah. t-shirt, right? So I was like, you, like, <laughs> from like across the room, I made a beeline. Like, <laughs> oh my God, we start talking. She said, I'm, I'm going to be assisting uh, Sharon for, uh, she's workshopping a play next year. And, you know, I'm going to be um, uh, assisting. So we're going to do it in San Francisco for a couple of months. Then we're going to do it in Miami. And I'm like, well, when you get to Miami, here's my email. Like gave her all my contact. Yeah, yeah. And she did. She emailed me and said like, we're going to workshop it. Uh, it was in Coral Gables. So, you know, come and see it. I'll get you tickets, blah, 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 blah. And so Donna and I went and, you know, I, and so I saw Deb there and uh, she was just like, stay until after and I'll, I'll make sure that, that you get to meet Sharon. I was like, Oh, cool. So that was like the wow. first time I met her. And wow. she gave me like a signed Hannah free uh, DVD from a movie that she did. And wow. um, so that was really cool. And then, then, and I, she said that we're trying to get this play to London. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm moving there. Like I'm moving there. <laughs> Literally. Oh moving there. And so she, I didn't even know what the West end was. And she was like, yeah, we're going to try and get it to the West end. I'm like, well, whatever that is, I'll help you. And I did even know what it was so um once again when they got to london or before deb emailed me and said would would you guys be available to show me around before sharon gets in mm -hmm. so i can plan my routes you know from my place to her place to the theater you know mm -hmm. the, good, the good spots you know how the buses run all that kind of thing yeah yeah so, well, yeah so we got together again and then i got to go see around healed woman and then when Deb, uh, had, she had like a family emergency and she had to go back to the States. She just said, would you, would you fill in for me while I'm gone? Oh, Karen awesome. would, you know, would feel really comfortable. I, I cleared it with her. She's all on board and everything. I was like, yeah. So if she didn't have the emergency, you probably wouldn't have gotten that opportunity, right? No, she, yeah. It, no, I, I mean, I probably would have went to see the play like 50 times, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but um, no, but to actually get to, you know, to, uh, to work with her, you know, be responsible for, you know, getting her to the theater on time, right, and right. food to eat and, you know, all those things, book her car, book her restaurants, you know, that kind of stuff. It was, it was just amazing. And I, you know what, Deb, because I didn't know what I was doing. Like, that's not, I'm not a right. PA, you know, like I, that's not, right. I, right. I need a PA in my <laughs> life. You know, I'm not a PA, I need one, but, um, I shadowed Deb for like, uh, only like a day before she had to go but she gave me like this huge like plunk, plunk down this big book like here's phone numbers here's restaurants here's the car stuff here's the account numbers blah, blah. it's like oh okay but then to see how a day in the theater you know works so it was it was really cool and to be able to like again meet don french and jennifer saunders yeah um, you were to, you were just the fates were on your side you were meant to be working totally, with Karen. totally and, to, and I'll tell you something, if they were to ask me to do it right now, again, I probably would not do it because of the travel, like getting in and out of London. Like I was a little more fearless yeah, know, yeah. years ago, not a big deal, but now I hate it. In fact, like Gemma doesn't even like tomorrow is usually the day that she goes into London and works out of London office. Uh -huh. 
they just they just said, look, if you don't have any face to face meeting schedules, don't come in because of the tube strike and the train strikes. Oh, oh, wow. I mean, they're constant. You just never know. You could plan an event, and you know the time comes and there's no trains. There's no you know no. Really? Wow. You end up having That's an Uber or Bolt or whatever, and it's you know it's just not as easy as it sounds. Like everybody's just like, don't just call an Uber. Yet it doesn't work that way. Like we do that. And it says like your ride will be there in three minutes. And then you're looking at the thing and it goes six minutes, eight minutes. Your ride's been canceled. Oh my God. Right? Canceled. Yeah. And then you try like a, a bolt and it'll be like, your ride will be there in six minutes, eight minutes, 12 minutes. Your ride's been canceled. And you're like, what the hell? Oh my <laughs> How God. do I get out of this house? But you can't even rely on if you, if you set it up. No, no. Wow. The only one that I, I like to use and thank you, Sharon Glass. <laughs> the company that she, you know, um, she had me use for her. So mm -hmm. I, now I have that app on my phone and they're very reliable. They're a little more expensive, but you can pre-book. It gives you the price in advance, you know, and it gives you a confirmation, sends you a text when they're there, gives you five minutes leeway to get to the car, you know, that kind of thing. So I just find them a little bit more reliable than an Uber or a Bolt, which is cost effective, but not reliable worth the extra money especially when you're at at night at night in the city you know yeah yeah when we were out the other night at the at the uh at two brewers we were you know we first of all we were supposed to be there at 7 30 and we didn't even get the car until we started at quarter to seven we didn't even get the car until 7 15 oh god well so it took a half an hour to get a car and then we had to pick up katie and then go all the way to clap uh clap we didn't even get there till 8 30 so it was an hour, we were an hour late. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, I'm not having this. Like when I want to leave, I want to walk out of there and leave. I, I hear you. I sat I'm in the car you. on the way there and I pre-booked the ride for the way home. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I'm just I'm just not that adventurous anymore. I'm, I'm not a risk taker at this age. <laughs> so really hard to explain that to a young wife, but you know. Yeah. She I goes, think you know what I don't care if you want to sit home and you want to play your PlayStation and you know sit out in the in the gay garden you know what do oh, that but I, if I want to go out I don't want you to be mad if I want to go out I'm like I do I'm not mad you go you do I will stay home and play my games <laughs> play my that's why you guys work so well together because you compromise you know you you don't want to go so you don't go but she, you don't stop her from going and she right. gets to go and you got to have um, a lot of trust, though, in your relationship to be able absolutely. to. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because but, if she's going to do something, it's usually with other either coworkers that are girls or going, yeah. to, going to a gay event with Katie or whatever. So it's like you got to have the yeah. trust and, and uh, you know, security in your relationship to be able yeah. to do that. And I, I totally do. Like, I really, really do. So that's yeah, great. That's, yeah. that's great. Yeah, I, I think about the things that I did sometimes, like risks that I took that I don't think I would do again. And yeah, oh my I, was, God, I do that all the time. I right, like one time I rescued a pit bull. You remember I was into that for a while, and yes. I was, and people then started to message me because, and I wasn't a rescue; it was just me, you know. And so, right. oh, there I was. This girl texted me. I'm I'm at a party. I know her. It was just a girl I did not know. She saw me on Facebook. <laughs> I was at a party, and they had a pit bull in a cage, and the cage was too small for him, and they weren't being nice to him. 
and the guy doesn't want him anymore. The, the guy that's got him. And oh, I'm like, oh, no. help me find him a home. He's very friendly. So what do I do? Of course. Okay. Uh, I gave her 50 bucks and to get the dog. I to buy the dog from the guy because I, yeah. she tells me all she had to do was say he, they were mistreating him, you know, and he was in the small cage. And I don't even think that was really totally happening. I think it ended up being, it was her boyfriend's dog and he just didn't want him anymore because come to find out he was just very buck wild, but he was good. He wasn't mean. He yeah. was just a I met her in a Starbucks parking lot with my Corvette because it was easy to get the dog in the Corvette. Yeah. And I'm driving away and I remember, and he was like a hundred pounds. And I remember looking over and saying, God, I hope you're really friendly. She told me you were friendly. But I mean, <laughs> oh man. Right next to me, you know, yeah. ended up, he was friendly, but I'm thinking, what, what if that dog just attacked me on the way Your face up on the way home? Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I miss meet a girl in a parking lot. I give her 50 bucks and I take this big pit bull. It wasn't a puppy. It was a full grown pit bull. Yeah, I yeah. took him to a, a, um, a doggy, a day, a doggy um, place where he could stay overnight because I couldn't take him home because I had two dogs. Yeah. And then I was paying for that for weeks because I didn't know what to do with this dog then. Okay. And because he was so buck wild, every time people wanted him, he was a beautiful dog. They didn't want any time they thought they wanted him when they do the meet and greet, they didn't yeah. want more because they'd like he's too wild. I yeah. finally, thank God, found him a great home. But I'm thinking back, how the heck did I put that dog in a car right <laughs> next to me on the seat? Not in a cage, not in the back of the Jeep, right yeah, next fearless. to me. Fearless. Yeah, I mean, I think about even when we were like in our teens and you had that little rebellious streak and we would sneak out at night. Like I, we, I would, my aunt uh, and my cousin lived one house away. So not Aunt Dolly with my cousins, Rocky and Jeff, but one oh. house, away, Aunt Joanne <laughs> with my cousin, Linda. And she had this cool, like clubhouse in the backyard yeah. that was made, it had like a window and a door and a roof. Oh, wow. It was like, so we would like, and my aunt's yard was all fenced in. So we would sleep out in the summers, we would sleep in the clubhouse. So we'd have the radio oh, and our chips and our drinks and everything, yeah. our sleeping bags. And, um, but as we got older, we decided let's sneak out. So we would keep the door locked, <laughs> the window, climb the fence. And at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning, we would walk through the woods. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Thinking about that now. Another neighborhood <laughs> and throw stones at our friends' windows. And then they would come out and we would play Frisbee under the streetlight until 4.30 in the morning. And they didn't notice you? They didn't see you? Your aunt? They didn't? No. When she was out for the night, she was out for the night. She would, And if she did, like, she would knock on the door and we there would be no answer. So she would assume we were sleeping. We're sleeping. Oh, yeah. my God. So, yeah. I mean, it was crazy that we would climb out of a push window, like a, a rollout push window, <laughs> climb over a six-foot fence that had the three pieces of, you know, wood. It was like a fortress. And we and for the woods in the middle of the night yeah. it had to be dark Pitch right? dark. Totally dark. Dark. we I would mean, yeah, we would use lighters 
every couple of weeks. About these psychopaths. Right? Like, I don't know. Why you would never do that again. I mean, that was like a once in a lifetime thing. And <laughs> never afraid, right? You probably had no never fear. Afraid. No, I mean, because there was like usually two or three of us, you know, and I, I, you just had no fear. There was no fear. I mean, as you get older, you you face your mortality and you go, man, right? you assess oh the God. risks and your, your you know, uh, situational awareness and your risk <laughs> every thought when I'm out now. Right? <laughs> too many stairs, you know, too many stairs. Oh, that doesn't look sturdy. Oh, that really looks shitty. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, it's crazy. But anyways, yeah, that's getting older. So I go out young people and enjoy pride and, you know. Yes, yes. Don't worry about anything. Fearless, be different, be yourself, enjoy it. But I'm going to be home and I'm going to have a a beer and I'm going to celebrate for you. (laughs) You know what? You you did the fearless thing when you were down here and we did Palm Beach Pride and they started in saying that there were going to be protesters and and, uh, that kind of thing, I, I don't. I just go and do it. You know, like that thing doesn't bother me. I, I don't get afraid you know of that. Like it's, you. it's different when I'm home. I'm so much more comfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I've been to that pride so many times. I know what to expect. And yeah, that little stutter step of fear, like messing yeah. for like a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But I got over it. And once I got there, I was just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm at home. Like I know right. I have this pride event. And, um, and the same thing, like if I was there, I would, I would totally go to Stonewall, you know, like, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, I, I mean, it's here, it's the unfamiliar on top of the unknown on top of the way too many variables. So, you know, I've done them like I have, I've done London pride, I've done Brighton pride, and I would love to do like little local ones, like Croydon and Crawley and uh-huh. little, you know, pocket places that are around here, um, if they have them, you know, but sometimes these little local places just don't have a park, you know, or they don't yeah. really have a place. Um, so, you know, but I got to look it up and, you know, I do want to share this as a circle back follow-up kind of thing. That <laughs> Carrie, Carrie texted me and oh. said, do you know of any local pride events? I would love to go with my son, like take my son. Nice. And just put him in the stroller. Right. Getting out there, checking it out. I said, yeah, but don't go to London pride with him. It's too crowded. It's not, you know, not with the tubes and trains and buses being so unreliable right now. Keep it local. So I sent her a link of all the like local places. So yeah, our girl is getting herself out there. I like it. Very happy. And we will update and say that the girls she thought ghosted her did not. That and was really progress, <laughs> man. Maybe they could do a pride date. Maybe they could do something, yeah. you know, meet up. So that was also so good. I'm really, really uh, I'm looking forward to it. There's so much um hope, you know, during pride season that uh that that we we tend to forget as we get older. Yes. You yeah, doom scrolling and you see all this bad stuff, but you know what? You got to just, it's just like putting on a pair of tight jeans, suck in your gut oh. and go do it, you know? Yes. So, that's my, my pride. <laughs> suck it up and go do it. That's your pride um, advice for this 2023. All right, I'm going to let you go so you can go get your prescription. Okay. And yes. uh, I will uh, check in with you this week and we'll catch up and we look forward to having uh, Rick Effett on the show um, 
next week and talk about her little short film. I can't wait. And I'm going to get some pictures of the Pride merch at Target tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to fly them in on this, yes. on this episode. I will fly them in. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to find some Pride pictures for you and try and use some of the ones from um, Palm Beach Pride too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Excellent. Okay. So long, guys. Why do you always run back to the lover you once knew? Your never stop chasing your dreams. That's true. My addiction is you. We drank way too much whiskey. Touch, that's true, and I confess my addiction.